Hello guys, welcome back to Something Like Olivia, the podcast where we talk about everything and nothing at the same time. Today is definitely going to be one of those episodes because this is a non-scripted, besides the one in my brain, I guess, the script in my brain, um, just from my memory, because I did actually film this as a YouTube video the first time around, and I just was editing it, and it just took so long, and I'm not really into the, like, sit-down videos that much anymore. I just don't think they're super entertaining unless I have some like crazy thing to talk about I don't know I mean I have a podcast now so if I'm gonna sit down and talk about it might as well be on the pod you know so yes I have done this before I have answered these questions but they kind of are just living in my brain and on my hard drive and I'm ready to get them out there but don't feel like editing that video so podcast it is and I hope you like it because I want to kind of talk more about stuff like this I mean you've seen the title we're talking about TMI, girly chat, chit chat, casual talk kind of thing. Um, I'm just going to answer some of your questions. We're going to talk about the things that maybe you don't want to ask your mom. Maybe you don't want to even ask your best friend. I don't know. I don't know how close you are with your friends. I don't know what you guys talk about, and that's totally fine. So I am here. I kind of want to play the role of the older sister. I am the youngest sibling in my family, so dream of being an older sister kind of died when my parents decided, you know what, we're not going to have any more kids, which honestly, kind of rude of them. I wish they had asked me, but they didn't. So anyway, I digress. Um, (laughs) I am excited though. I feel like something that I really loved with making my videos about like scad and stuff on my YouTube channel in the past, people just kind of, I don't know, sometimes I would get comments about like, oh my gosh, you're like an older sister. Like, oh my gosh, you're like, I don't want to like, I feel like it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn if I say like role model and stuff, but I don't know. Something about it is just really rewarding. I just like really, is this like self-centered? I don't know. Like I just, (laughs) I just really want to help people. I really want to just like give advice. And I know I don't always have good advice to give. I don't always have always have just advice to give I feel like sometimes and I've said this a million and one times on my podcast that sometimes the advice that I give is advice that I very well need to be taking myself and I think that's kind of the beauty of this podcast is that I'm giving things out but I'm also taking it as well just because we're all still learning we're are we are equals here I am no better than you just because I might have certain experiences or might have a story to tell about a certain thing, you know, just because I can give advice doesn't mean I'm any more, what's the word, like (laughs) well-traveled, more experienced, more like well-versed. I mean, we are equals, we are peers and I am also an avid listener of my podcast. So just like you, I'm on (laughs) side just listening you know so (laughs) I am my biggest fan and I think that's super important (laughs) Um, I actually got the Spotify wrapped thing and my podcast was on my Spotify wrapped which says a lot for how many podcasts I listen to because this podcast has not been out long enough to even nearly complete compete with like the one podcast that I actually do actively listen to every week so Yeah, it's clear that, um, again, even though I don't (laughs) 
listen to that many podcasts. Like, why do I feel entitled to make my own? You know, well, because I like it. I like it. I do enjoy podcasts. I, I do listen to them. What am I saying? Not me like bashing podcasts. I just, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. Here we are in the mess of things on an unscripted podcast episode. So let's get into today's episode. I have 30 questions here that I asked you guys. I did this back in August and I just like never really did anything with it. Again, I made the YouTube video, but that just never went anywhere. Just I just couldn't get through editing it. So anyway, let's get into this episode. So I have 30 questions here and they're not organized at all. Again, I I totally probably could have taken the time to organize this, especially since I got these questions back in August, but I just like haven't done anything with it. <laughs> Oops, that is my fault. But we're just going to go down the list. They're all random. Some of them are about like sex and love and relationships. Some are about friendships. Some are about like periods. It's literally all over the board. And that is why I love it. So this is just kind of like a random episode of fun, girly chit chat. Let's cover all the bases. Let's talk about everything and nothing at the same time. How high is too high for a body count? Very interesting question. <laughs> I think, and I feel like I totally have to pref preface every single one of these questions with saying I'm not a professional. Um, again, I said that I'm literally just like you. I am like taking this advice as much as I am dishing it out. I feel like I still have a lot to learn. So any advice that I give, please take it with a grain of salt. Just know that it's kind of my opinion, but also everything is up to you. And it is really up to just trusting your own judgment and knowing yourself and stuff like that. So, all right. How high is too high for a body count? I mean, that it's up to you, <laughs> which I know is a bad answer, but it's, I feel like it's different, like everywhere where you live and who you are and whatnot. It's definitely different who you are which is very annoying because, oh, you know, men, if they have a high body count, it's like, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, hells, yeah, you got that. Oh, yeah, like, bleh, sleeping with women. It's <laughs> I don't know anything about being a man, but um, sleeping with women is very like, oh, yeah, rock and roll, dude. What a great achievement. And then when women sleep around and sleep with a lot of men, then that's just like, being a hoe, <laughs> which is horrible and sexist and just like the worst thing ever. But that's how society is. And society can eat a brick because I hate that. I think you can sleep with however many people you want. And by sleep, I'm gonna, okay, I feel like let me take that off because you guys could really be anywhere and a body count could be a kissing body count or a sleeping body count or a high five body count. I don't care. Um, but just no dead body body counts, okay? please, I beg of you, this is not a podcast condoning murder. This is not a true crime podcast. This is barely a podcast podcast on its own. But yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever you feel comfortable with, of course, um, I think you shouldn't judge yourself or let or if others are judging you, don't let that get to you for however high or however low it is. Just because think about it in individual experiences, you know, did you enjoy it in the moment? 
Did you like who you were? Did you like where you were? If you did, then add that to the list. That's awesome. That's like, you should be proud to have that in your body count. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Something weird about podcasting is that I feel like I get so out of breath. I literally don't know why, but I'm just like, and I'm just talking normally. And I am such a loud mouth in life. I mean, why else would I have a podcast? I like listening to my own voice clearly, but like I am just on this podcast and I'm just running my mouth and actually having to take breaks to be like, okay, okay. You know, it's intense. It's, uh, it's not great. (laughs) It's not great. All right. Next question. My boyfriend wants me to shave my legs and he says if I don't, he'll break up with me. Ooh, girl, sounds like you need to break up with him first. (laughs) I'm being completely serious. This is an incredibly toxic trait. I have dated a few people who have been like this in the past. And if you're dating someone who doesn't like your body the way that it is and doesn't respect the ideas and not ideas, um, I guess just like the things of how you are with your body, how you treat your body, the way you decide to care for your body, that is not someone you should be with. I think you need to cut him out of your life before you cut yourself on a razor trying to shave to please him because I'll tell you what, he's not worth it. If they don't accept you for who you are fully, body hair and all, they are not the one for you, my love. I hate to break it to you, but don't do it. Don't do it. If you don't want to, don't do it. You shouldn't have to change the way that you look or the way that you feel some in a way that you don't want to, to please someone else, someone else who's a significant other, you know, it'd be one thing if it were like an employer, but even then it's like, okay, don't work for that company. That's not someone you want to work for. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's all, it's just toxic. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. Break up with them. Or tell them no. (laughs) I mean, ultimatums aren't good. And this person's giving you a pretty harsh ultimatum. And so even if it's shaving your legs, even if it's, um, even if it's anything, if you don't come with me to this event, I'll break up with you. If you don't do this tomorrow, I'll break up with you. Something that's that drastic of an ultimatum is a form of manipulation. And that is not something you should be surrounding yourself with. I am hoping for the best for you. And I'm hoping that it is not that. So please get out of there if you can. How was your first kiss? Is it scary? <laughs> um, no, I don't think it should be scary. Mine wasn't scary. Mine was like stupid. I was a freshman in high school and I was with some boy and we were like riding bikes or something. And then he was like, put your bike down. And I was like, uh, okay. And he was like, give me your hand. And I was like, uh, and he's like, no, we're not dancing. Don't do that. No, we're not shaking hands. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he draped my hand over his shoulder. And then he looked at me with his stupid little beady eyes and then like, yeah, just there's nothing. Okay, not to, not to scare you about first kisses, but the face that you make going into kissing someone, I just can't even imagine what I look like. I feel like I need to do it in a mirror or like film myself or something because I can only imagine I probably look like such a freaking dweeb, like trying to lean in and give like sexy eyes. And I don't know, I feel like your mouth just looks stupid because you're like, your lips are kind of parted, but you're also kind of puckering, but it's oof I don't know something about it's awkward prepare for it to be awkward I just need to like put this out there that sex and relationships and love and and anything kind of intimate and physical like that it is awkward 
it is nothing like the movies and it is nothing like porn. If you're watching porn, it's, it's just, it's not, it's not, it simply is not. It's so weird. It's so awkward. It's clunky and, and just weird. (laughs) And it's fun though. It can be fun for sure. So just know to take your time and do what feels right when it feels comfortable. Don't rush into things if you don't want to. Take everything at your own pace and I think it'll work out for you. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know you, but I hope so. (laughs) Have you ever been tested for STDs? Should I? Yes, I have. Um, I go to the OBGYN like once a year, the gynecologist. I think you go like every year for a checkup, um, but I've been tested for STDs usually when I like switch partners or just like I'm seeing someone new or something like that. It's a really good way to catch cheaters, <laughs> but it's also expensive and like a lot of blood work. So I don't recommend doing that. Maybe like have an open conversation with your significant other if you're suspecting cheating <laughs> instead of just like going out of your way to get an STD test. Um, <laughs> but... Yes, I have been tested. I think it's really important to get tested just because even if you're having sex with someone who um, you know doesn't have an STD, an ST disease, I don't know. I just like, I don't, I honestly don't totally know how it works, but like obviously wearing condoms and stuff helps like not contract STDs. Um, But just in case you never know what happens, condom might mess up. Maybe you're not using a condom. I don't know. That's up to you. I can't control that part of your life that's all you I mean I'd say get tested if you're starting to be with someone new I'd say get tested if you are maybe feeling a little funky if you're feeling a little weird weird things are going on down there that you're unsure about talk to your doctor see what they say they might recommend getting tested for STDs you never know so I think definitely just always with stuff like that it's always such a mystery and especially when your health is involved I feel like you should just err on the side of caution you know How do you know when to wear lingerie? Well, gosh, (laughs) I would say when you run out of all of your comfy underwear and you're too lazy to do laundry. So you have to wear lingerie because it's the only thing that you have left in your underwear drawer Um, (laughs) because you just refuse to do laundry. Is that just me or like, do you guys do that too? I feel like I know you do. Don't lie. Don't lie. You're always out here like wearing the fancy thongs and stuff when you just don't feel like doing laundry. I know I'm not alone in that. There's no way I'm alone in that. Or like bikinis. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. Um, But I don't know. I guess just whenever you feel like spicing things up or you know you have like a special occasion or something like that or just honestly on any old occasion, I think it's always fun to just like... If you're in the moment with someone and you surprise them and you're like, Ayo, like they're going to be surprised. Um, But also no pressure to wear lingerie. Don't feel like you have to dress up every time. Don't feel like you have to dress up anytime. I think that, yeah, it's an added bonus, but let's be real. The person that you're hooking up with, they are just as excited to see it as they are to take it off. (laughs) So people want what's underneath that. And of course, what's underneath that which is your organs, which what I'm getting at is your heart. People want your heart. So if you can wear your heart lingerie, (laughs) your love lingerie, do that. Do that all the time. I hate this question. And I just hate the act 
of doing it. So um, spit or swallow. Spit all the way, dude. Spit. Ooh. I can't even, I can't even express to you how much I hate swallowing. It is horrible. Something weird about it. It's just like, ew, ew. First of all, I feel like that stuff should not be inside of your body unless you are a man and it's naturally already inside of your body where it is created. But I don't think once it exits, I don't think it should be entered into another person's body. Well, unless you're like trying to get pregnant. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying by way of mouth. Um, I think it's disgusto. It also just like always upsets my stomach. And like, I don't know. I'm getting too personal here. I know this is like TMI. Haha, too much information. But I literally, I feel like this is maybe too much information if I'm like talking about how it feels to swallow. You know what? Um, (laughs) So yeah disgusting I don't like it I don't like it at all and I know some people are like oh it's no cleanup like and guys think it's so hot like I could care less about what the guy thinks it grosses me out and it just like makes me uncomfortable makes me feel gross I'm just like thinking (laughs) what if you like you know like in I don't know cow cowboy country wherever that is like people have like spitting contests and you know they're like hitting they're like spitting into a tin can and it's like makes that noise that like ding like right when they spit it into it like imagine if like some guy like finishes (laughs) when you're like giving him a blowjob and he finishes and you like it's in your mouth and you spit it but you spit it like super hard (laughs) It's, it's like so gross and just like really aggressive while making like full eye contact. Okay, enough of that. That was gross. Um, but it's like kind of funny. I don't know. I'm like laughing at myself. Ha 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 ha. Can you be friends with an ex? I think it just like it totally depends. And listen, I had a whole video about boys and all this stuff on my YouTube channel. And I someone was like, can men and women be friends? And I was like, no, absolutely not. That's just not a thing. And I just like I take that back. I think about it and I just feel like it's literally so dumb because obviously men and women can be friends. We're not freaking animals like you can contain yourself for five seconds. I just like personally don't have that many guy friends (laughs) that's it I have some but like I don't know I guess I just get along better with girls (laughs) it is what it is and I don't hate it I like my friend group so I'm satisfied but can exes be friends is the question it just totally depends on the relationship because you know sometimes like I have an ex who I'm still pretty good friends with and it's all well and good But then there's also like the ex, you know, the one that like just ripped your heart up and like is just the worst and and made you like hurt so badly. It was the horrible breakup, like didn't eat for days, like couldn't get out of bed, you know, that kind of ex. There's that ex, which you probably shouldn't be friends, probably can't be friends. And then there's the ex who you're just kind of like, well, this didn't really work out, but you're still a good person and I'm still a good person. So I guess we'll have each other in each other's lives, but we're not attracted to each other. So this is fine. No need to get jealous, new boyfriends. I swear it's nothing. Okay. I've officially finished painting my nails. They are a lavender color. I'm into it. 
Guys, I can't even express to you how badly I want to go to a nail salon. I've only ever had acrylic nails once, but I swear to you, I can't stop thinking about it. And that was like a whole year ago. It was a year ago. And it was the first and last time I ever had them. And I was obsessed. They were sparkly and pink. And I really want to do sparkly red for the holidays. But there I don't know if you guys know this, but there's this crazy thing called um, the pandemic going around. And it kind of prohibits you from like doing stuff just in general. So can't really go to a nail salon, you know. But if you see me with sparkly red nails... Don't judge me. Just know that I gave in. Just know that I gave in and I said, I'll wear a mask. Who knows? I'll wear fingerless gloves even. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Next question. This one kind of hits home because been there and I want to die. <laughs> okay. Is it okay to reject a kiss? Okay, of course it's okay. Of course it's okay. You shouldn't be kissing someone you don't want to be kissing. <laughs> like, really, you don't. If someone's ever making you uncomfortable or if you're in another an uncomfortable situation where someone is making sexual advances on you, obviously, if you feel safe and if you feel comfortable to get away, speak up and, and, and stop it, uh, that's a whole different conversation. That is a whole different conversation. But this, I'm assuming it is in the sense of like someone that maybe has like a crush on you and like goes, leans in for a kiss when they think the moment's right. And you're like, ooh, uh, because that's how I took the question. And that is the worst thing in the entire world. And it's happened to me and I hated it. <laughs> I was, let me, let me set the scene for you, shall I? So we were, I did theater in high school, like all throughout high school. And we would have something called the ampersand sleepover. And that was, well, we had like a few things like that, but where we would basically like sleep over in the theater and we'd like finish making this set, do like late night rehearsals and then like watch a movie and like sleep on the stage. Ha ha ha. And it was also like notorious for like, who's going to hook up with who. And by that, I mean, I think my friends and I just really hyped it up and talked big game because we were freshmen and we're just terrified of we were, Ooh, we must've been sophomores. Yeah, no, we were sophomores. We were sophomores. Um, still just as derpy as we were when we were freshmen, though. Just please keep that in mind. We were sophomores, and we just were like, tonight's the night. People are going to be making out. And, like, really no one was, you know? <laughs> but uh, I was. <laughs> Hells yeah, I was. In the worst way possible. Um, it was, like, this guy that there was always, there was this, like, kind of weird, like, tension there. We were not friends before. We didn't really know each other before. We just kind of, like, met and then, like, went on a date, which was so awkward. But that's okay. We went on a date. And then we uh, went to this, like, sleepover thing. And all night I was, like, either, like, half avoiding him or, like, trying to egg him on, like, thinking it was cute being flirty, but just probably just being mean because I'm just a horrible person, or let me reframe this, 14-year-old me was a horrible person. Um, but, so, cut to later in the evening, and we're sitting on this bench in the lobby of the theater, and it's like dark, there's no lights on, it's like, I don't know, like 2 a.m. or something, I don't even know, but everyone's asleep, and we're sitting on this bench, and, ooh, 
man's literally just like leans in for a kiss he like lurches in and i like it's so embarrassing i like cringed i cringed and like pulled back totally and was like ooh what why would you ever make that noise when someone goes in to kiss you ooh i'm so sorry <laughs> to all involved <laughs> i'm so sorry and then he goes oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> And he was like, I'm so, and, and I, out being the awkward person I am, was like, oh no, like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 come back. And I gave him just the weakest pity kiss anyone could ever give. To this boy, if you're listening, which I don't think you are, but if you are, hey, you know who you are. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We both know we probably would have been better off if I didn't pity kiss you. It was the start of a whole awkward friends with benefits thing, but I was like, we would have been such better friends. You know, the benefits didn't need to happen. They just, they really didn't. Um, but they did. And we lived and we learned. And I am a better person now because of it. <laughs> am I though? Is that true? That one kiss, that one just bad kiss in the theater lobby am i a better person because of that i don't know these are the questions that keep me up at night hi so it is the next day because i did in fact get very very tired and i fell asleep and just this continued recording for about an hour and a half before i woke up and was confused as to why there was a microphone just like right over my head. So yeah, but it's the next day and I still procrastinated this literally all day and it is now 11 o'clock and although it's not nearly as late as it was last night, I will say I am still kind of tired and I wish I had done this earlier, maybe when the sun was like in the sky and it wasn't that almost bedtime. So, but where were we? So how to make it not boring when kissing very good question very good question i think it's not boring if you're with someone that you want to be kissing you know if you're kissing someone and that is someone that you are bored with maybe you shouldn't be kissing them but then also at the same time i'm kind of thinking there's so many different things you could be doing just switching it up switching positions you know maybe switching locations spicing things up you don't have to i'm not saying like trying to pressure you into you know doing more than just kissing if you want to just be kissing that's totally fine but maybe just like switch the way you're sitting or move around or put your hands in their hair or something i don't know just kind of like experiment more with your body language i guess and just kind of like I don't know, maybe put on some music, just like feel the vibes, you know, know, spice it up in in a way, in a way that you think is spicy enough for you. (laughs) I don't know. Is it okay to have sex on the first date? I want to say yes. I want to say yes, because that's up to you. Again, if you're feeling the vibes, go for it. I have had sex on the first date many a time. (laughs) Oops. Oops, that's my fault, Um, but that's okay. 
and it's not a bad thing. I think it's all about the person that you're with. If you're feeling that energy, if you're feeling like it's right. Listen, something that I've recently realized that I think is just so true, could not be more true, is that, and I know I say this a lot and I kind of do live by this always, but it's really only recently really like come to fruition in my life. Just the fact that everything does happen for a reason. And so since everything that we've ever done has led us up to this point, like rushing it doesn't even exist. Like that is literally just society's standards, you know, like having a high body count, like we were talking about earlier, not having sex on the first date because it's taboo. Like those are literally things that society put into place. If you're feeling good with this person and the vibes are right, your energy is matched and you want to have sex, have sex. Because like if it's meant to be, it'll be. If by the end of it all, if it doesn't work out and you break up, I'll guarantee to you it was not because you guys had sex on the first date. It was probably because something else happened. (laughs) Um, And I just don't think that like, I don't think you can make a wrong move. I'm not saying everything in life is planned for you in that sense, but I just think that like with karma and just like the natural energy of like what you put out into the world is what you receive, like all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I think that like good things will ultimately come your way. And if it's, if it, again, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So if you feel like having sex on the first date, have sex on the first date and see where that goes. There's no such thing as rushing it. Just do what feels comfortable and natural and good to you. You're not moving too fast. I mean, maybe don't like buy a house on their first date. Like assess all the all the important factors. Are you financially stable to buy a house? Do you want a house with land? Do you want a wraparound patio? Have you really given it enough time? Do you have a dishwasher? Don't just don't just don't move in too fast to a house that doesn't have a dishwasher. I've done it before. You're not going to realize how important that appliances until you're there and you can't install one when you're paying rent so I'm kind of in love with my best friend but I'm not out yet and I don't know what to do oh my god that hurts I'm so sorry I can just feel the tension that you are feeling especially if you're in love with them and they don't know but that's the magic of it that they don't know that, that you don't know, they don't know, and that like, you'll never know unless you speak up. I'm kind of thinking that if they are truly a really good, supportive, loving friend, if you do come out to them, they will still love and support you. And hopefully, like, again, you'll never know. They might also be into you and not be out yet. You just really never know. They might want to give it a try, or they might just be there with you to support you along the way. I know that that can be hard if you're in love with them, and it might feel weird and confusing and scary, but I think communication is really important because you also want to be able to set that boundary that maybe some things that if they do that, if you, if you are into them, but you still want to be friends, like, I don't know, I feel like you need to communicate that. So if you need to set boundaries to make things like not awkward, you can do that. Um, but again, they might also be in love with you. And I really hope that it's mutual. I'm just like, wow, I'm thinking about this right now. And I'm like, how awesome would it be if you were just best friends? And then I don't know, I'm thinking about this now. This is just like a perfect rom-com waiting to happen. Um, but I think you need to communicate with them. 
best ways to feel better on my period. I will say I really lean into it. I really lean into the period pain. I am not the kind of girl that's like, I'm going to go on a run when I'm in my period. I'm going to go to the gym when I'm on my period because working out just helps with my cramps. I'm like, no, I don't care if it's going to make my cramps feel better. I'm not about to do any kind of physical activity unless the physical activity is like snuggling with my squishmallows in my bed. I literally do not do anything. I am all up in here with this like heating pad and like some cake like eating cake, like cho- chocolate cake, specifically salted chocolate caramel cake. Very good. Um, I'm going to be eating that. I'm going to be watching Lady Bird or New Girl just over and over again. Um, I'm going to do nothing. I like to lean into the pain. I like to have that time to relax and recover and recharge and just let my body uh, regenerate itself because periods are so freaking weird, dude. It's crazy. Like, it's literally crazy. The fact that we just, like, shed our entire inner lining. What? It's just it's insane. The female anatomy is, like, mind-blowing, dude. The things we're capable of. Life? Who knows? Who knows? What? I know. We know. We know what we can do. <laughs> and it's amazing. So hats off to us. Hats off to women. Um, but feel better. I don't know. I just lean into it. I think indulging into the things that make you feel good in the moment. So yeah is going to the OBGYN horrible no I'm gonna say no and I'm gonna say it's necessary it's really not as scary as you would think it is um my OBGYN is my uh girl in my high school's mom so that's cool um it's really cool to talk about like old high school haps when you're getting the paps that rhymed (laughs) How to feel confident in your body? Ew, this is a good question. This is something that I'm still learning. <laughs> I think, and this kind of goes with, without saying, and this kind of goes with a lot of things, but just fake it till you make it, girl, because that is how you just manifest that good energy. You know what I mean? Like if you can look into the mirror and even if you don't feel it, looking at yourself and saying, I am beautiful. I am the finest piece of ass in this establishment. I am powerful. I am stunning. I am gorgeous. I love every inch of my body. These curves, mm, love them. This face, mm, love it. Everything. Everything. Everything you've got. Everything you don't have. You love it all. You love love yourself. You love yourself. And I think, again, even if it feels weird, the way to get to that confidence is to fake it till you make it. Because eventually once you just you're just gonna say it enough that you start believing it and like the thing is it's true it's true you know deep down it's true so just speak your truth speak your truth I think a huge part of it also feeling confident in your body is wearing things that make you feel confident really expressing yourself through style because I know for a fact that I have a better day when I'm wearing something that I love I start my day off right when I am wearing a good fit like that is such a fact and I feel like that kind of just goes without saying that when like you look good you feel good but also when you feel good you look good like I really can't stress that enough the confidence is it just exuded like I feel like people are more attractive when they are more like 
happy that makes me sound like i'm really dissing on like people who are like going through it which like i'm not like believe me there are so many times when i'm not feeling like social or happy and i'm just like down in the dumps i'm, I'm not trying to say that <laughs> but i just feel like you know when you're like feeling confident and you're good in yourself you're good in yourself you're you're feeling good with yourself and you have like a little pep in your step like you look good like that shows your your confidence and your joy like radiates through your skin and, and that is like when you look your most beautiful if that makes sense um but yeah i don't know <laughs> oops I just think that that's what I do and I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I have good days and I have bad days. I am not going to ever claim that I am perfect, but good clothes and speaking my truth until it's my actual truth is what helps me a lot. Is it bad to hook up with an ex? Uh, if it's bad, then I am good at being bad, baby. No, okay, I really hate that I just said that. But um, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like I said, there's like many different types of exes. If it's like the ex-ex that was toxic and hurt you and, and you were heartbroken with, maybe that's not the ex you should be hooking up with. Um, and I know, obviously, if there's still feelings there, maybe you shouldn't be hooking up with that i mean i don't know you never know what could arise if it's like mutual and you're just kind of like having fun in the moment like sure whatever do what you want also again this is just like another perfect example of like one of the questions that it's just like i don't know do whatever feels right for you uh to each his own and do whatever you feel comfortable with and also um xoxo but i'm not a doctor or a therapist or literally anything and I don't want to say the wrong thing but also this is my advice uh, which is all almost always have fun <laughs> um, but really I just I think that you have to just know that maybe if you do it it might bring up some more old feelings or it might start something that you shouldn't be getting back into or maybe taking a few steps back instead of a few steps forward or it might be worth another shot you know it really depends on the relationship that you guys had before i think um i've made this mistake many many times with people that i shouldn't be hooking up with and then also i've done it and it's been so just like nothing where we've 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 hooked up after break like breaking up and just been like wow that was so just nothing see ya bye why do we do this i don't know was it even enjoyable i don't know Next question. Is it okay to be jealous of my boyfriend's girlfriends? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I am so jealous. I am such a jealous person. And it's bad. It's bad. Um, but no i've as i've like gotten older and i've become more mature, I just realized that like it's really just about trusting your partner and the thing is like if you're with someone that you can't trust that's not someone you should be with if you're with someone that you're like legitimately jealous of and you are just like actually nervous they might slip up and cheat on you or like act kind of funny with their girlfriends like that's not someone you need to be with you need to have a really serious conversation with them and figure it out and just like see what's going on and if anything is going on with their girlfriends, um, 
but other than that, I mean, I just think that like when you're with the right person, there isn't that sense of jealousy. Like I am an incredibly jealous person, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be jealous if my boyfriend like had girlfriends, but at the same time, like there's different levels to it. Obviously, like you can have surface level girlfriends, but like don't be out here texting a girl 24 seven and like hanging out with her one on one. Like that's a little concerning, right? (laughs) See what the boundaries are with them, with their girlfriends and see what their intentions are. See like how close they are. I know a lot of guys who are like super touchy with like everyone and they're like, oh, he's just like that with everyone. But then like it's like certain girls, he's just like flirty with everyone. Like that's kind of a red flag to me. Um but everyone is different. Everyone's relationship is different. Uh, so definitely like have a conversation with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whomever and just like talk to them about that. Talk about their intentions and talk about like the closeness of it. And yeah, I think that's important. I think that's important. Is sex like porn? Well, it depends. Are you having sex with a porn star or a normal person? (laughs) Because I feel like porn stars don't even have sex like porn. Like there's no way. It's just not like that. No one is like that loud. No one is that lubed up. No one is that juicy. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't know, man. I just don't think so. I don't think so. Not in my experiences, at least. I mean, yeah, I've had some good experiences, some experiences that have been 10 out of 10. But no, like porn is ridiculous. And that's like, I know that it's just, I don't know, something that I, I, I support porn. I think like we should support sex workers. Obviously, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with like my partners watching porn. Like I've never really like had an issue with that. Um, but I do think that like porn does set just such unrealistic standards for men and women, um, just like on performance and like actually just realistic, realistically, like how it's supposed to be like, I don't know, sex is meant to be just intimate and messy and stupid and like, I don't know, it's it's good to laugh through it and make mistakes and sure, maybe you get elbowed in the jaw, but like, that's fine. It's like all the fun of it, you know? Um, it's gonna be awkward, it's gonna be weird, but it's fun, it's good, If it's good. And if it's like, if you have porn sex, like, whew, a plus my friend hats off to you sometimes it's good to have like really crazy wacky loud ferocious sex like that's fun too but just like don't worry if your sex isn't like that like do not because that is not how it is and on that note I think it's just so important and this is just the answer for everything but to communicate super clearly what you want and what you like and what you don't like because a lot of times and I have just seen this and experienced this so many times that just like you have to just talk about it because so many times like a guy I'll be with has like seen something in porn and has tried it and I'm like yo no 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 like don't do that like this is not how I like it this is not what I like like maybe try this instead and the thing is like ultimately they want to please you like it's not a 
necessarily a critique on like how they are or who they are it's just like you want it to be the best it can be so like I think both of you need to be open and communicating like what you like and what you don't like especially what you don't like because like you shouldn't be settling and having sex in a way that you don't like or that doesn't make you happy or feel good or like something that you're not comfortable in definitely don't be doing things that make you uncomfortable um communication is key when it comes to sex and hooking up and relationships and literally every single aspect of your life just make sure you are communicating with the people in your life at all times with everything period have you ever faked an orgasm is that okay um about that (laughs) i don't want to say it's okay because i don't think it necessarily is but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do and i've done it so many times it wasn't until recently like in my life recently that i have matured and been able to again communicate my desires and my needs and just like let the fellas know like no i didn't I didn't. But also, let's be real. I didn't even know what an orgasm was for the first like half of my sex life. I was really like, would it be questioning? Did I just orgasm? And you know that if you are questioning that, you definitely did not. You definitely did not. There's no way that you did Um, because you would know because you would know. So, yeah, I'm going to say like, no, it's not super okay because you don't want to lead someone on in the wrong way or and and again have them be doing something that isn't enjoyable for you um but have i done it so many times especially with like casual kind of like one-off things i'm just like let it be done (laughs) let's finish this i'm done i'm not excited especially if like they're finishing and i'm like i just don't want your hands on me anymore (laughs) haha but you know not in an uncomfortable way it's like a okay i'm making this sound like really bad but just don't just just don't just communicate just be open now taking it out of the sex talk and more of like a totally random question um is it okay to block someone This is just all it said, but I'm guessing you mean on social media and not like in life. But I will say both. Um, Yes, very okay. I'm the queen of blocking people. I love blocking people. I block people all the time. Um, Sketchy men who slide into my DMs. Blocked. People that harass me on Instagram. Blocked. People who are rude to me in YouTube comments. Blocked. Like so many people. I'm a big blocking person. It's just like more of a state of mind thing. And also just... If we're talking like people that have hurt you, exes, ex, ex, ex lovers, ex friends, I think, yes, it's very okay. Because honestly, I know myself and I know that I am the queen of also stalking people. So blocking it is also kind of prohibiting me from doing that, which is pretty good, (laughs) pretty important, I think. So I think just do what you need to do to get that person out of your life if you really need to I think that's totally okay out of sight out of mind and you will find that without having that temptation of looking back at their page or like knowing that they can't see what you're doing you will be able to grow and move on and learn from that so I think yes if it comes to that be be (laughs) know that it's okay to block them how do you make it smell nice you know where good question 
I would say you do nothing and hope for the best. Um, I don't really do anything because it can be so dangerous. Like you really shouldn't be putting anything down there. Don't be like spraying anything or scrubbing it with anything. Don't, don't do it. You're going to get a yeast infection or like a UTI or, or something like it's just not good. Don't mess around with things down there. You don't want it. Also like you don't want it smelling like roses and rainbow candy and like bubble gum and butterflies. Like you want it to be like you <laughs> humans, human smells. I don't know. I just think that I wouldn't mess around too much with, with perfumey fragrances down there just because it's not safe for you or your body. Um, and you need to respect that. So yeah, just don't, just don't do anything. Just, uh, just water in the shower. Just be careful be kind, be gentle, be sweet. Yes. Intimacy in long distance relationships. Maybe like how do you stay intimate during long distance relationships? Um, well, I have been in a few long distance relationships and I'll tell you for free that I hate it. I hate it. I'm the worst at long distance relationships, but something that is really important and that has kind of like really saved me in those has been being able to keep it intimate. Um, I think that phone sex is hella great. Uh, FaceTime sex, awesome. Writing letters, doing like anything you can to make it feel like you're still there, you know, um, but also just like I don't know showing your love in new ways like you have to be creative and you have to allow yourself to like make those mistakes and like do stupid things and try to make things work so like if you feel like FaceTime sex is literally so awkward and clunky and you don't like it like you have to at least try you know what I mean like you have to start somewhere and you never know I think that being long distance can be really hard and just the most important thing is trying so a lot of gift giving and like words of affirmation you have to really like outwardly just go out of your way to remind them that that you love them because the thing is like just in everyday life there's so many small ways that aren't like saying I love you or that say I love you does that make sense like when you're just living your life together with your significant other, you say I love you in so many ways that aren't legitimately saying the words I love you. And so because you're not with this person and you can't do those little small acts of kindness and love, like you have to go out of your way to really make it be known that like you do care for this person and you do miss them and you do love them and you do like wish you were there by your, their side and stuff like that. So I think just letting that be known, being more vocal, being more intimate, being more open to trying new things is really important. Okay, this next question is really good. This is a question that I um, take to heart. How can you be comfortable enough in your body to be intimate for the first time? This is a big one. I think that for the first time, again, it's not going to be like porn. It's going to be super awkward and clunky, especially if it's both of your first times. But I just think that knowing why you're there you know, it's not necessarily, even though it is like a physical body, <laughs> bodily thing that you're doing, it's not really about the body. It's about you and who you are and how the person with you wants to be with you. At least that's how hopefully it will be for your first time. Um, and I just think that just knowing that also just like, 
it I am still trying to learn this and trying to figure this out but like guys don't care guys just like literally don't care if you have like a stomach roll or like your thighs are a certain size or if you have like hip dips girl I didn't even know what hips hip dips were until like two months ago um but it's just like they don't care they just want to be with you they just want to be with you and they just want to be like making out with you and inside of you lol but like yeah it's just it's not even they they like you for who you are you know they like you for who you are and it feels good no matter how you look which is just so true and i just think like if you take yourself out of the mindset of like oh my god like what if i look like this this is like a weird position like think about it this way dicks are weird they're so weird dude they are so weird and like guys probably think that guys are probably stressed out too they're probably nervous for the first time so like know that that feeling's mutual not to like make you feel comfortable and like your body like feeling or looking a certain way but i mean yes feel comfortable but <laughs> okay why is this all of a sudden sounding really bad but like hopefully you understand what i'm saying like everyone feels awkward in their skin the first time and I'm not gonna lie to you sometimes that doesn't go away sometimes when I'm like in the moment with someone and they'll look down I've literally been guilty of like putting my hand on their chin and just like lifting like just like like pushing their head up I'm like don't look down don't look down on my stomach don't look down on my body like and it's just I'm I'm really working on it. I'm really working on being better, but I just have to remind myself that like I'm with this person because I really really like this person and I feel connected to them in like an emotional like intimate way or like we're just or if it's even not an emotional intimate way, it is like a fun physical intimate way. You know, like if we're both like messing around, they're not going to no one's going to take off your clothes and then be like, "Oh, wait. What? <laughs> you have an Audi belly button?" nah nah dude <laughs> i'm out like people care about you for who you are or like the in the moment fun adventure of it all like they're not gonna they're not gonna care and also just hear it from me first like you're beautiful you're amazing i'd have sex with you i'd have sex with you all day i love you i think you're amazing let like let me stand back and look at your body and just clap let me just praise you for five seconds you have a banging bod girlfriend i love you just the way you are if i could look at you all day i would i would but how can i look at you all day if we're having sex all day you know i got priorities got so much to do with you right now i have so much to do with you so basically what i'm saying is is that i love you and that if you can't get that love from yourself maybe you're going through it it's hard to see it yourself i know sometimes no matter how many times people tell me no no you're beautiful like i love your body sometimes it's hard to believe it but let me just add myself to that list of people telling you you're pretty because you are you're so like i don't even know what you look like this is a podcast you can't even see me i can't see you but just know that you are worthy and you are capable of so many great things. And the best thing about our bodies is that they just give us the ability to do things. It's not about what they look like. We should be thankful for the fact that they are like housing our brain and our heart. And those are things that like give us the ability to achieve great things. Are you kidding me? Without my body, I wouldn't be able to travel the world. Without my body, I wouldn't be able to have stupid inside jokes with my friends and like go to amazing restaurants and try new foods and wear really cool clothes like without my body i wouldn't be able to 
read a book in the park and record this podcast you know you need your physical self to do fun things so does that even make any sense i hope it does because that's where i'm at right now and i love you and i can't wait to have sex with you all day okay that's uh, the so <laughs> aggressive but your girl doesn't care and here's the thing if i'm with a guy who cares he's not the guy for me so count me out because i don't have a proper answer to that question we're gonna end it off there that is the last question you guys i hope you liked this episode i know it was a little bit more in depth than you we've had in previous episodes which i think is kind of good i think it's good to talk about all these things all these dirty intimate things and i feel like honestly i'm like very <laughs> if you like know me or if you know my friends like if you are my friend and i don't know you you just know i'm a very like open and like not like vulgar but just like i definitely talk about like sex and hooking up and like my body very publicly and like openly and like loudly <laughs> so this like didn't even really go that into depth or was like that graphic i still somehow kind of made this kind of pg like in my terms i don't know what you guys think but uh let me know um but yeah, I hope you liked this episode. I want to do more that are kind of like this. I know I was just answering your questions for the whole time, but I like it. It's kind of like a more laid back episode for me. I don't know how it's going to be editing it. We'll see. We'll see. I'm probably not going to do that much editing just because <laughs> I don't feel like it. Um, so we love to see it. But anyway, that is going to be it. And I hope you guys have a lovely, spectacular week. Go buy a vibrator. Go masturbate or something. Go teach your boyfriend or girlfriend how to touch you in the right way. <laughs> how to make you feel good. Um, let's see. Go watch Jay Alvarez's porn tape, sex tape. I <laughs> Don't do that. Do it. Do it. It's on Twitter. It's insane. It's uh, it's insane. And I will tell you most definitely that sex is not like that. That thing was choreographed. Can we talk about that for a minute? Okay, wait, no, actually I need to go to bed, but just, yeah, go watch that and enjoy yourself. Um, and go buy yourself some lingerie, go get tested for STDs, <laughs> go be in a long distance relationship, have sex with your ex. No, I don't know, <laughs> but have a good week. And I love you guys so much. And I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye guys. Have a good one. Yeah.